Let us bow our heads. Dear Heavenly Father, first of all, thank you again for this day. Thank you for another great opportunity to be a blessing uh, on your behalf. We ask you, Lord, to touch every single person under the sound of my voice. Let them be able to hear your words and help transform their life. Lord, you're so amazing and you're so great and you've been so good to us. And we just can't thank you enough. We thank you for your healing power. In the name of Jesus, we thank you for your deliverance power. In the name of Jesus, we thank you for being a resource uh, in the midst of uh, so many people that are struggling. Uh, you're right there for them. So we just thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So it's so nice to see uh, so many people out there today. I'm, uh, I'm so honored to see my brother Chris in the back. Uh, put a smile on my face, right? Uh, the greatest gift of all, uh, Tiffany, is the gift of choice. Everybody say choice. Right? So God chose you, right? And so that's important for us to understand that one of the greatest gifts is choice. And then God chose you. And so you have to understand how important you are uh, because it does not matter what other people think. It matters what you think, right? It's important to understand that God loves you so much that he chose to bring you here to make a difference in the life of others as well as yourself. And so our life is uh, full of joy and happiness, uh, sometimes sorrow. But one thing about God, he's consistent and he promised never to leave us nor forsake us. Amen? So uh, I want you to think about this. And I want you to really think very seriously. One of the things that's important, and I think we're challenged, is that we don't see people the way God sees people. And, and so I just want you to know, uh, God is like a flame of fire. And from that fire, Tasha, is sparks. And from those sparks is us. And each one of us is a representation of God carrying out God's mandates in the earth. Now, the problem is sometimes we look at people and we judge people by their physical appearance, not realizing that God is using them to make a difference in the world. And sometimes when we are on a high horse, we think God only used us and he only listens to our prayers. But I want you to understand something. It does not matter about a person's circumstance. It does not mean that God does not reside in them. Every single person was created in perfection, right? And what happens is uh, so often um, we're downloaded with so many imperfections, people can't see the God in you for the, watch this here, the godlessness in them. So, so they, 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 they think it's in you, but it's really in them. So there's a flaw in them, so they see you differently, right? And so they see all your flaws and try to ignore who they are. Right. But if they really understood um, how God really works and understand the beauty of God, every one of us was created in his image. Every one of us. Now, just because I make mistakes in life, just because my journey may be a little different than your journey, does not mean God does not reside in me. Right. And that's important. That's important if we want to make the world a better place, if you want to make your environment a better place, if you want to make your home a better place, because the kingdom of God resides in us. Right? I know a lot of you all have been taught and they've been telling you, man, that only uh, when you accept Jesus Christ, 
uh, as your Lord and Savior, does God reside in you? I, I refute that because uh, God, in the beginning, uh, in Genesis, man, before Christ ever really came on the scene, God said, already said, I'm creating mankind in my image, in my likeness, right? And the problem a lot of us uh, fail to realize is we don't know what's going on in somebody else's life because we don't know their prayer life, right? And we just judging you based on what we think of you. And here's the thing. Most of us don't see each other that much. We only see each other every now and then. So sometimes we make a mistake or somebody do something and you don't think it's right, so you decide that they don't have God in their life. I just want you to take an introspection of your own life and think about uh, when you made some mistakes or you did some things that don't seem so godly, but God was still in your life. Right? God didn't leave you, so don't you think he left other people? Because he told us in his word that I'll never leave you nor forsake you. So he says, you can go to the hell and I'll be there. He said, you can go to heaven and I'll be there. The reason why he said that because he said, because I reside inside of you. You can't get away from me if you want to get away. Right? He said, that's why I know everything about you. He said, I created you, and I created you with an assignment in your life. And the beauty of God is, and I wish we can get it, that um, everybody, 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 nobody, only the people that are super saved, right, only think other people are wrong and they're right. You, you might want to do an introspection on your life when you think that everybody else is wrong and you're right. You know, and that's what happens in society and religion. Religion want to make somebody else right and I'm wrong. So if you don't believe the way I believe, you're wrong and I'm right. Right? But they feel the same way about you. Right? Uh, so I want you to see people the way God see them. And if I see people the way God see them, then I treat you a little different. Right? Because the God in me should love the God in you. Right? Now here's the beauty of it. Even if I don't think God is in you, I have a requirement being God's child to love you for who you are. He said, you, you still, feel, I, I know they're flawed, but Jesus said, I understand that. But I gave you an example uh, of how to live this thing. He said, I didn't come for the people that was already well. He said, you don't need a doctor if you're sick, if you're not sick. He said, I came to those who are broken to show them who they really are in God. Because, watch this here, the world will break you. The world will break you down. There's a whole lot of women uh, that was great women until they got married. Right? Or there's some great uh, men that was great men until they got married. And then that person, their whole mission was to try to destroy them. And they destroyed them, and it, so much so many almost broke their spirit. But because God was with them, they were able to give the testimony. So I may not, he may not come when you want him, but ooh, Lord, he was right on time. All right. Uh, I know we said it even with our jobs. So I just want you to think about this for a second, that everybody has peaks and valleys. That's why God told us this in his word. He says, listen, in everything, everybody said everything. He said, Earl, give thanks. He said, the reason I want you to give thanks, he said, because you're going to have some peaks and valleys. He said, but I'm going to be with you through it all. He said, be content where you are. He said, in everything, give thanks. But this is the will of God, right? This is his will in your life. If it wasn't his will, he could change it. You know, God can stop it if he wants. He has that power. We only give him power when we want him to have power. He has power to do whatever. He can stop you from doing whatever he wants to stop you from doing. But what if? What if God needed you to go through what you go through so you can have a testimony to bring somebody else through? Just what, just what if he wanted to do that? Right? And it didn't feel good to us. You know, I, it didn't feel good when I was going through what I was going through, the trials and tribulations I was going through. But because of what I went through, I was able to help somebody else who was going through the same thing I was going through. If I had not been going through I could not testify to the power of God and the, and, the, and the significance and how great he is. But because he allowed me to make it through. At the time, I didn't think God was with me. I thought I was all alone. 
I said, God, why did you leave me? He said, I didn't leave you. He said, I was with you long, the whole time. He said, I was just preparing you for later. He said, you had no idea that your journey was going to be different down the road, did you? Yeah, I know. He said, you didn't think you were going to ever get delivered. Your mama didn't even think you. The, the lady who gave birth to you thought you'd never make it. They, they, they didn't know. Your, your daddy, they didn't even believe it. Your grandmama who loved you ever since you was a baby, she didn't break you. She never thought you were going to get off drugs, but you did. Right? Uh, he said, because I, I promise not to ever leave you. So I don't care when you see somebody going through something, just remember this here. God might be just giving them a test. Right? So what do you do in the process? If God is giving them tests, what I need to do, uh, Stephanie, is I just need to pray for them and with them. Because I don't know why you're going through. I, I don't know what's happening. I talked to a man. I was at the game the other night. He said, man, I'm so proud of my son. He's doing good. He said, but that other boy, he's, he's a lost case. And I said, I said, really? I said, man, I remember you was in prison, man, for about 15 years. And they thought you was a lost case, but you're not. I said, 15 years ago, they thought you was a lost case. They didn't think you could. They thought you weren't going to be nothing 15 years ago. Yeah. I said, so you, don't, you can't judge a person by the situation they're in right now because you don't know what God is doing in their life. Yeah. Wouldn't the world be a better place, right? Now, so it's important to understand, the way you see things, I told you I was going to continue this from last week, the way you see things will not change. Until you change the way you see things. So as long as I think the world is a mess, the world is going to be a mess. If I think, man, this is a racist country, and these folks ain't no good, and I can't stand them, and they, I tell you, guess what? You're going to walk through the world thinking the world is racist, and the people ain't no good. Right? Even when somebody bless you along the way, you say, but they not. And then somebody else come along, you say, but they not. But the world is, right? But you're not what, listen, what do people judge you based on the behavior of somebody else? Right? So if I see the world in the positive way and I feel I can do all things through Christ's strength, if I see it, if I believe it, but if you don't see it that way, you won't behave that way, right? So I got to look at it different, uh, Regina. I got to see it different, right? Because sometimes things been, somebody been teaching us something so long, we think it's right because we've accepted it what it is. But I want you to know that every single person in this room has God operating in them. Right? Now, I know if you don't believe it, all you need to do is go to somebody who loved them and they love and they'll promise you, they'll tell you, man, that I know if it wasn't for God in them. Because they expressed themselves and they showed the love of God. Because you know God because God is love. Satan ain't giving no love away. Everything he do is trying to hurt you, right? Now, so it's important. So you are who you think you are, not who your mama say you are. Not who your granny, not who your boss, not who your neighbor, not who your friend. They, you, know, you, know, you know, your best friend said, girl, she's she so fast, she's so, girl, she ain't behind your back. But you know who they say you are. And sometimes you want to say something so bad that you, I'm just not who you think I am. I wish I can show you, but you're not going to believe it because even when I show you, watch this here. Even when I show you, you still want to judge me based on what I used to do. Amen. So you don't even want me to change. Yes. Yes. Probably because you want to be able to continue to talk about me. You want to be able to continue having conversations, so you don't want me to change. You can see the change, but you won't accept it. 
You can see God has transformed my life, but you don't want to say that because if you say that, then you, what are you going to tell the girl you've been talking about? Right? The girl you've been talking to me about. Oh, what are you going to say? Uh, what's your conversation next? You know, when I told the boss you were no good and you was a thief and you weren't going to make it and you this, right? Well, what am I going to do now that you change? I got to keep on trying to find flaws in your life. Every time you do something, I got to keep on finding something. You know, yeah, uh, don't believe her, she's faking. Just, just stick around for a minute. You're just waiting. But God, God don't make mistakes. And when he made you, he didn't make no mistake. And he didn't make no mistake when he said, I'm going to download my spirit in you. Now, I know, I know, I know, y'all. I know, I know for the saved, I know Tiffany, the saved saints by Holy Ghost filled people. I know they got me. They, they already talking about me on Facebook. They said, he, the Holy Spirit ain't in everybody because you get to tell them where you at. No. So, so, so you, you got, you get, you got an inside track with God. God, man, I'm telling you, I know, I know she ain't got it, but I've seen her when she did, right? But, but I got it, even though I didn't do right over here. I got it now, but you, ain't, you won't have it. But don't you mess around, and let God pull the blanket off your life, right? Now, not, I'm not advocating that uh, people's life. I'm just telling you that if you see people the way God see people, you'll treat them differently. But if you don't see it different, you won't behave different. You're going to keep on trying to find the flaws in somebody else's life. And I promise you, all you got to do is read the research. When you're so busy trying to find something in somebody else's life, you better believe it's something that's insufficient in your life. Something's wrong in your life you're trying to hide and you're trying to magnify it in somebody else. Because if I can get your eyes off me and put it on Smith, we're good. Right? So I, and then you start looking at him all crazy, and I'm like, ooh, I slid out. I got away this time. Right? But you don't get away because somebody's always watching you. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, so I wanna he I'm here to tell you today that God chose you. Now, since God chose me, JB, uh, uh, what you say about me really don't matter. So I got to understand that because God chose me. You didn't choose because if you, you and him never chose me. Now, you would have never chose me, but God chose me. Some of you don't, because you don't even like the family I was raised in. Some of you all don't like me because of my brother. Some of you all don't like me because of, uh, I had a job and I was coaching your kids. Uh, but you got all kind of reasons not to. So that's why God says, well, that's why I didn't let you choose it. Right? Uh, because you're not going to see the good, you're going to look for the bad. Right? But once I download my spirit in you and you believe it's in you, and you believe it, now you start to see people differently now because now I recognize the God in me, and because of the God in me, now I get to see the God in you. So now I see you differently, but if I don't look at you different, I won't behave different. So the way I see things got to be different. Amen? Now, uh, I want to read something to you and try to validate this here because when you walk here, I want you to feel good when you leave here in your life. Now, I want you to think something. Everybody in this room has been born again. I know the, the people that's deep, everybody quiet. They said, now, you got to prove that. I just want to know if you woke up this morning, you was born again. <laughs> Listen, oh, wait, 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 wait. When you woke up this morning, you was born again. You had an opportunity to start it all over and do it different. 
The beauty of God, he gives you every day, man, to change it. Every day is a brand new day. I don't, I'm, listen, I promise you I am what I used to be. Right? So uh, when, because you woke up this morning, God says, listen, I born you again. Now you get an opportunity. Your slate is clean. Watch this. Because what happened yesterday don't matter. Right? So quit worry about what happened yesterday. Because yesterday is in the sea of forgiveness to remember it no more. Only, only time it means something if you keep bringing it up. And just because somebody else bring it up, that don't mean nothing. I have to bring it up. Right? So now, it's important that you've been born again, so you have an opportunity to start this thing all over. You got an opportunity to make the day the best day of the rest of your life. So what I did yesterday, the mistakes I made yesterday, thank God for giving me another day to get it right. Right? So I can change my behavior. I can change my actions if I want to. Now, I know you don't believe that, but some of you all went to bed and you woke up this morning with a dream and a vision, and you started off by saying your affirmations. And you wrote on your vision board. And you did your meditation, and you said, today, this is what's going to happen. And you planned your day out. And going to church was one of them. You said, I'm going to start this day off. I'm starting off 2024 right, and I'm coming in. I'm going to church. I'm going to start. Yeah, you, you plan that. Or did God already plan it? What, what if God was doing you and you weren't doing yourself? Ooh, maybe he's doing you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe you're moving. So, oh, so if God is doing that, then, uh, then I can release the control. Because I know you don't believe this, Ashika, but all of us have a problem and our ego, that we want to control people's life. Right? Because I, 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 if you don't do what I want to do, I'm mad at you. You know why I'm mad? Because I want you to do, I want to control what you do. I want you, I, I'm mad at you because you won't do what I want you to do. As long as you do what I want you to do, then we are right. As soon as you don't, I'm mad. Because I got a problem, because I want to control what only God gets to control, which is you. But I'm trying to control this life that belongs to God. That God has a plan for already. Because I ordained your step. He told Joshua, before you was in your mother's womb, I had already made you a prophet. Already. Right? So let me get on with the scripture. Now, listen to Ephesians 4. 1. And I'm going to get out of this thing. I promise you I got 20 minutes. If I don't get out of here at 12, 15 today, my brother JB, he's going to get y'all. Here we go. Now, so it says, therefore, I, listen to Paul, a prisoner for serving the Lord, I beg you to lead a life Worthy of your calling, for you have been called by God. Now, everybody said, well, he's talking to the saints. He's talking to everybody, man, who really understood the mission and had accepted Jesus. He said, everybody got a call in your life. God called you for a reason. God didn't just bring you in this world to bring you here, Denise. He had a mission for you. He had a calling for you in his life. And the number one call is to serve him. And to love him. So if I'm going to serve him, then what I do with you is important because he said, they know you my disciple, but I love you. So, so I know he called me to love if he don't call me to do nothing else. So I can walk in that. I can walk in the love. Everybody said, walk in your love. Now, so then he goes in verse 2. Here's what he says in verse 2. He says, always, watch this here, be what? And what? He says, check yourself. When you wake up this morning, you get to start all over. Always quit thinking you somebody when you're not. He says, be humble and quit thinking you better than everybody else. Because if I create all y'all in my image, who do you think you better than somebody else? You think you're more anointed? 
How dare you think you're more anointed than somebody else? Just because you can do this and I can't, you think you're more anointed? Well, come over here in my circle where God gifted me in and see where you are then. Right? So we all can look silly on this side, but if we all work together, then the picture is so beautiful. If we work in the area which God gifted us in. So now I don't have to be jealous of you, envious of you, because I'm just good at what God gave me. So I'm going to use what I get God gave me, and I'm going to use it to be a blessing to you. And if you use what God gave you to be a blessing to me, boy, we're going to have a blessed world. Amen. See what I'm saying? That's how it works in the kingdom. He says, always be humble and gentle. Be what? Patient. Be patient. All right? With who? I want you to be patient with each other. Quit being so impatient. When you're impatient, you're selfish. You know, guilty as charged. I used to tell Adina, hurry up. Dang, Adina, you always want to turn the lights off. You know, I was impatient. But what it really was, to tell the truth, uh, Sam, I was selfish as heck. Because I was saying, no, Adina, I don't care what you're doing. Do what I want you to do. Come on. Because it's about me. It ain't about what you want. She said, but I got to turn the lights off in the church. I said, you always got to turn the lights off in the church. That's what we pay Tim for. <laughs> she she want to go down there and she want to pick up something on the pew. I said, honey, we pay the boy $15. He can pick that off the pew. <laughs> what it was was, I didn't want to say it because I was the pastor, but I was selfish as heck because it was all about me. So when you're impatient, it's all about you because you want everybody to move on your pace. But what if God ordained the steps. And sometimes he prevented an accident, man, just because he allowed her to turn the lights off. Right? Uh, he said, listen, it's a reason. He said, instead of you being mad, be thankful. Right? So he said, be patient with each other. Make allowance for each other's faults because of your love. I know you got some faults. I know you have flaws. Everybody got some mishaps. I don't care who you are. I don't care how good you look. I don't care how well you dress. I don't care if you just got your hair done and cost you $85, $90. It don't matter. You still flawed. That's why Carla had to do your hair because you're flawed. She called your girl. I just got some new hair. This came in from uh, Europe. Come and get it. And you're so excited, think you're going to look better. It ain't, ain't going to be no different. You're just going to have a different hairstyle. You're still the same person. Right? So, so he says... Make allowance for each other's fault. What he's telling you, Paul is trying to tell us, he says, listen, all of us, God built us in a way that all of us are going to have some faults Amen. and some flaws. Make allowance for that. So when you see them, man, don't try to beat somebody down because of their faults. Because we want people to be patient with us and our faults. Well, why would we ask somebody else to be something we're not? Why should I ask you to be something and I'm not? Yeah. Who am I? Why am I so self-righteous? Right? So, since God chose us and he has an assignment for us, in the book of Deuteronomy, I want to go through this. Right? I want to read this. And then we're gonna, I'm just going to read through this. It's good. Here's Deuteronomy, the 30th chapter. Listen to the writer. This command I'm giving you today is not too difficult for you. 
and is not beyond your reach. It is not kept in heaven so distant that you must ask who will go up to heaven and bring it down. Now watch this. So we can hear it and obey it. He said, this command I'm giving you, don't you wait for some prophet or somebody to come from heaven to tell you about this. I'm about to break this thing down. I'm going to bring it so close you can hear it right now. Then he says, this is, it is not kept beyond the sea, so far away that you must ask who would cross the sea to bring it to us uh, so we can hear it. Uh, now listen, this is important. We often won't listen to God that's right there near us. God is speaking right there to us. We just ignore him. We wouldn't, I need somebody to come and tell me something. I remember uh, I used to be at church, Sister Regina, and you understand this one. Uh, uh, I was in church, and they, in, in, in the Pentecostal movement uh, across the world, and you understand this, they have a $1,000 line. They have a $500 line. They have a $100. Whatever you got, we got a line for it. And we'll start the line off at 1000 Right? And then if, 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 now the Lord told me it's about 10 of y'all got 500. So I figured 10 times 500, I'm rolling. Right? So I'm going to work it down. Right? Now this is important. Now, this, I'm not trying, so now we waiting. Now I'm coming in line and I tell, uh, I said, listen, man, I, I got something. Steve, come here, man. Listen, I'm going to tell you what the Lord, don't do that now. Listen, he thought I was calling him for real. <laughs> I'm just an example. Right? So I come and I said, man, listen. Um, the Lord is telling me that uh, you, uh, you want a better job. And uh, the Lord is going to bless you with this job. And I know you applied for some jobs, but this year is going to be the year. Oh, I'm excited, right? And, you know, and, and, and next thing you know, y'all wait, because y'all waiting for a word from the Lord. Now, this is the gospel truth. The net is my witness. We've seen people give $1,000 and wouldn't give nothing in their offering on Sundays. Because they need a prophet to come from out of town to tell them they're going to get something. Because if somebody tell you you're going to get something, y'all believe them. Right? <laughs> follow them home. <laughs> right? Just follow them home. Right? Uh, but you he said, listen, but God says, I've been telling you in the word uh, how to be blessed. But you waiting on somebody to come from over there to tell you how to get blessed. I need somebody to tell me how to get blessed. And I'm, I may just pay for it. I remember I told I told a prophet one time, this is the truth, I'm in the pulpit, I went like, I told man, the Lord had blessed me with a new job. And he said, I knew the Lord sent me to you. I, that's, am, I, am I telling the truth? Yeah. Because they want some money. Right? You got to listen. So I was just smart. Bishop had taught me too much. Yes, it was in the word. I knew, I knew how to be blessed. So I was already blessed. So you couldn't tell me nothing to make me give no money to get blessed because I was already blessed. Yeah. So I don't need anybody to go near because this thing is close. Everybody say close. close. All right, now, he goes on, he says, no, the message is very close at hand. Listen to God. The message is very close at hand. Right? It is on your lips and in your heart so that you can obey it. God is speaking directly to your spirit. God says, listen. You don't have to go out there and wait on. He said, I'm talking directly to you. He said, I'm inside. I'm telling you what's going on. Here's the thing. I'm telling you. I'm telling you how to get blessed. You just won't yield to it. Because you want a quick fix in a hurry. 
and you need somebody to tell you and believe it, right? And then after they don't, and after you don't get it, they was a false prophet. Now you just gave away your money to somebody. That's on you, right? God said, is it already in your heart? Because God says, I reside in your heart, and then I speak it through your mouth. He said, I'm already inside of you. He said, I'm working through your mind. He said, just listen. I know you're looking out there somewhere. He said, but it's inside. He said, I'm going to tell you this story. It's a good story, right? Uh, so I want you uh, just imagine. Don't do it right now. So I heard this story. It's very beautiful. He said, God says, man, close your eyes. Don't close your eyes yet. He said, close your eyes. Imagine you in your hearts. And the lights go out, Stephanie, and it's pitch black, Alyssa. Pitch black. And you drop your keys. And you're looking for your keys. And you can't find your keys, and you look outside, and out the window, you see the street lights. So you decide, since there's light outside, I'm going to go outside under the street lights, because there's light, and look for my keys. So you go outside, and you look up under the light for your keys, right? So I'm out there looking for my keys, and Derek come along, and they say, hey, Pastor, what you looking for? I said, man, I'm looking for my keys. I lost them. He said, I said, okay. I said, he says, okay, we looking. Look, he said, do you have any idea where you, left, where you lost them? I said, yeah, I lost them in the house. Right? So Derek said, well, why are you looking out here? But the keys went in the house. Right? Uh, and, and here's the thing. He said, the problem, that's how we live. Right? The answer is already on the inside, but we're looking all on the outside trying to find the answers. When God says, right there inside of you, so instead of you going inside to look inside, it's like the guy at the pool of Bethesda. He had been laying there for all those years, and then Jesus come along. He says, man, what's wrong? He said, nobody would get me in. They're coming. And then Jesus, do you want to be here? He said, yeah, Jesus jumping. Jesus didn't put him in the water. He said, do you believe? Yes. Just like the one with the issue, but he said, do you believe? Because the healing was already inside of you, but you was looking outside. You waiting on somebody out there to do it for you. He said, when it's already on this, guys, I'm already inside of you. I'm, 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 I'm going to show you inside. I know you don't believe inside you, but inside, I know you've done some wrong thing. But guys, I'm not leaving you. I don't care how wrong you get. I'm not leaving you. Listen to me. Y'all hear me well. I don't care how crooked you are. I don't care what you do. God said, I'm not leaving you. Now, the people that saved and sanctified and the Holy Ghost feel going to say, I'm lying. But I'm telling you, God ain't leaving you. That's why he said, I'm going to sit there and I'm going to keep on knocking. Because eventually you're going to turn it around. I'm going to be persistent. But the problem is, the people think, uh, no, God ain't going to leave. He ain't with you. You out there doing that. And some of you all, I wish some of you all, don't do it now because you'll do it. Some of you all, y'all couldn't do it. We'll tell your testimony when you was on your last and you was down and you didn't have nowhere to go and you was, on, you was begging God, begging God to deliver you. But nobody else knew you was begging God to deliver you. You ask God to break that habit. You beg the Lord, please take it away. Yes, yes. And he didn't. But don't nobody else know that because they want to judge you based on what you are. They don't know you've been praying to God every time. And God is saying, listen, when I get ready, I do it on my time, not your day. Listen, he said, one day is like a thousand years and a thousand years is one day. He said, I'm going to hear you when I get ready. I'm going to deliver you when I get ready. He said, I just may not deliver you because I need somebody else to deliver through you. Because it's not about your physical body. It's about your spirit. And we judge everybody based on the physical appearance. Right? Now, so now, so he goes on, here's what he says. He said, now listen, today I'm giving you a choice. Everybody said choice. Between life and death, between prosperity and disaster. You get to choose. It's your choice. Right? Prosperity and disaster. It's on you. I get to choose. It's whatsoever I think. It's whatsoever man thinks. I'm not what you think I am. I'm what I think I am. 
listen to what he says now. Now you get to choose the day. You choose whether you want to live or not. I can tell you all you want. I said, God, girl, God going to deliver you. He want to bless you. You know, he won't bless me with no home. Well, you won't get one. He can't heal my body with you. You won't get healed in. If you don't believe it, it's on you. Right? So you choose. So I just want to live. Some people like misery. I call them, I call them energy vampires. All they do is take up your energy. You ever get somebody, man, you hate to see them coming? All they do is zap up. You know, you get so much energy, they just zap all your energy out. You leave them with your energy. They, they want to be miserable. And they want you to be miserable with them because they won't let go. They don't realize that they're blessed and God is just crying. Say, why are you quenching the spirit? I'm trying to bust through here this thing and let you know who you, I done told you in so many ways. Why won't you listen to me? I'm trying to bless you. I want to open up the windows of heaven and pull you out of blessing. You aren't, but you won't even open up for me to get in. All right, so then he says it. He said, for I command you this day, watch this here, to love the Lord your God. Why? Because he's inside. If you don't love you, you ain't going to love nobody else. Right? He says, love the Lord your God and to keep his command, decrees, and regulations by walking in this way. He says, because it's going to be inside. God said, I'm going to put it inside. Everybody in this room, bar none. And somebody going to say, oh, no, it's not true. God always lets you know the right way to walk. He's always in, he's telling you the right thing to do. You just want to hustle somebody. You want to pull a fast one. You think you slick. But whatever you sow, right? So now, since if I'm going to walk in this path and I'm going to do this, I'm going to choose, I'm going to choose life. Life is, uh, I'm concerned about you and about others because God is concerned about others, right? If you're not concerned about nobody, don't you expect God to be concerned about you, Right? He says, uh, then he says, he said, if you do this, you will live and multiply. And the Lord your God will bless you and the land you are about to enter. And I, he told the people that were slaves, he said, if you listen to me and follow my command, understand and give your life to me, he said, you're going to go into a land uh, and you're going to own it. He said, I'm going to change. And some of you are, I, man, I should, I should do a testimony service. Because some of you all uh, get up and say, man, God gave me a house that I didn't build. I, I, I never thought I'd live in a home like this. When I was growing up, Sister Kelly, I had no idea that God would bless me with a beautiful home, a, a beautiful car, a beautiful, beautiful children. I never thought I'd have a great family. I never thought I'd have a wonderful wife. I, never, I say it all the time. I pinch myself. Every time I look at that, then I pinch myself. I, say, I play the song, the theme song every morning. She don't even know it because of you. I, I just, I, I, I just don't. I said, man, I'm so blessed. Every time I look at Adina, I'm like, ooh, God, I know He loved me. Cause I wasn't supposed to have her. I already know that, but He loved me, right? So now it's important. Now He told me He's gonna bless me, right? But I gotta commit to Him and watch this here. But I gotta love you. I gotta care for you. And the more I love and care for you, the more watch this here. God love and care for me, but here's the thing. This, Denise, don't get this. We expecting God, Daryl, God to, to do something out there. That ain't what he do, Chris. What he do is he bless you through people. Because God worked through people. So what happens is he said, I open up the windows of heaven, and then somebody else will bless you. 
You say, I'm waiting on God to do something. Somebody else come do something. I know God going to do it. He just did it. Yeah. Right. He keep on doing things, man, through people. Yeah. Right? But you want something to happen in the sky. But if people be honest, if everybody in this room be honest, it always come through somebody. Because God worked through people. And God found people he can vet, and he'll touch their heart, and then they'll bless you. Now, if you don't believe that, why did you bless somebody else when you didn't want to bless them? When you say you weren't going to do it and you did it, why did you do it? Because God said, even if you say you're not, I'm using you, and you're going to do it even if you don't want to do it. Right? Now, that's why this is important. He said, now, because I got, I got two minutes. I'm done. Here we go. Quick, read. He said, but if your heart turns away and you refuse to listen, and if you are drawn away to serve and worship other gods, when I say other gods, other things other than God, you think your car is your God. You think your job, your 401K, you think you put all your faith in your money. The stock market crashed, everybody was broke one time. It was a guy, I can't remember his name, everybody thought they were millionaires, found out he was running a scandal and stole everybody's retirement. I can't remember the guy's name. He was on TV. He stole from his wife, his kids, his granny, everybody. Stole everybody's money. Billions of dollars. They had false, a whole false system. Sure did it, right? And they, they, they was a millionaire yesterday. They woke up the next morning, they were born again, broke. All right, now, <laughs> verse 18. Then I warn you now that you will certainly be destroyed. You will not live a long, good life in the land you are crossing the Jordan to occupy. He said, if you don't really embrace the God in you and understand about love and loving people, he says, don't you think you're going to be blessed? Everything you run into is going to be a roadblock, man, until you yield to me. He said, I'll cost you thousands of dollars. He said, I'll cost you so much. He said, until you yield to me, and then I just open it up. All right? That's why it's so important. Then he says this. Today, I have given you the choice between life and death, between blessings and curses. Now, I call on heaven and earth to witness the choice you make. All that you would choose life so that you and your family, your grandkids, your grandkids, grandkids can live. You can mess around, curse your children, children. You've been saving up money in your 401k for your grandkids. God said, I'll wipe it out. I want none of them get nothing. Or, I told Ardina the other day, I looked at my 401k, I said, Ardina, do you know I was making money every month and didn't even know it? Every month, the money was making money. That's what happened. Anybody got money in your, in your retirement all that? It's, it's making money. Your money is making money while you're not doing nothing. See, see what, what God doing for you? You climbed around here, crashed the market, and everything you got, it be gone. Because it happened. I think it was 2008, something like that. All right. Now, here's, and I'm wrapping up. Here, I'm done. Here we go. First, back to this here. For he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy, blameless in his sight. God chose us before anything. Then he said this in Jeremiah. This in Jeremiah, and I'm done. I knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb. Before you were born, I set you apart and appointed you as my prophet. Right? Now, I got to read this here. And he said, the spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead lives where? Everybody say, in me. And just as God raised Christ Jesus from the dead, he would give life to your mortal body by the same spirit, where? Living where? Not outside, but where? Inside you. You got to know who you are, man. You somebody. 
I don't think Jesse really knew it when he said it, that you somebody. Now, you got to choose the day is your choice. God chose you. Now you need to choose God. And, and quit worrying about what other people are doing because what other people don't mean a thing. I'm living for God. For God I live, for God I die. I'm going to love you. I don't care what you do to me. Because when I see you, I get to see God. And I just figure you're on an assignment to bless me. Even though it looked like a curse. Because you meant it for bad, but God meant it for what? Good. Want to do it? He gave us everybody stand to your feet. I went two minutes over. I went two minutes over, JB. You in trouble. Two minutes over. Amen. Everybody give the Lord a hand clap. I'm going to continue this thing next week because I'm excited, right? Dear Lord, thank you. Thank you, Lord, for, for giving us another day to say yes. Lord, let us realize that you reside in all of us. Let us be able to see the God in others and not see the flaws. Lord, let us not try to control others, but allow you to use them just like you're using us. And whatever it is, Lord, we're just going to pray for them uh, that your will be done in their life instead of us trying to change their will and the journey you have them on. Lord, we want you to just bless us to be us the way you want us to be us. And let us magnify and express your love so much so people can have a desire to give their life to you and walk worthy of your calling. We just thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. 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 Hey, listen. Everybody say, God is good. God is good. All right, now, hey, we got to prepare ourselves by giving for your offering. Give according to how God has blessed you. That's on you. I'm not telling you what to do. I'm telling you how God bless you. That's between you and the Lord. Everybody say, between me and the Lord. And don't, don't let nobody tell you the Pastor Durant said anything. I'm not going to tell anybody what to give. Because whatever you give is going to be more than enough. Right? Whatever it is. Right? So, uh, so I, I just want to bless. I'm, I'm packing everything because I'm going to walk out first. My, sister, my wife told me, she said, listen, the altar is going to be open for prayer for those who like prayer. So my prayer team, come on up, prayer team. I'm going to dismiss. You can give online, whatever. Let me go out first. Because my wife keeps getting on me. She said, honey, you need to be at the door when people leave so you can say hi. So I said, I didn't ever do it. I tried to obey her. Right. So, so I'm going to work my way. Don't y'all leave before I leave. Let me get out there first. I see one, one lady got a coat on. She looks, she's smiling. Like, you better come on because I'm about to run. I got my eyes on you. I got my eyes on you. All right. All right. Let me get down here. Amen, amen. Hey, church.